Making your case is one of the most important aspects of successful fundraising. How can our marketing department help us do so very well? I'm Bill Stanjakevich. This is the first day from the Fundraising School, and I'm joined today by Asia May Hurdle. Asia is the Managing Director of Marketing and Communications at the Indiana University Lilly Family School of Philanthropy. And Asia, thanks so much for being with us. Thank you. At the Fundraising School, we teach that fundraising is a 14-step process. The first 12 of those steps involve different types of planning and preparation that, that we need to have uh, leading up to the opportunity of making the philanthropic request. The very first step of those 12 is making our case. In the United States alone, there are at least 1.5 million nonprofit organizations, and that doesn't even necessarily include all the religious congregations. So how do we set ourselves apart? How do we show that we're different? How do we demonstrate that we are unique and we do so from making our case? Well, Asia, that's what happens with marketing, right? How are we different? How do we separate ourselves apart? How can that marketing skill help fundraisers make their case? Absolutely. You know, most marketing departments develop um, some sort of brand architecture that they work through, and as part of that, they'll develop um, brand drivers, and those are really the points of differentiation for your organization. Uh, those are the things that every marketing um, product would reflect, but it's also great talking points for any fundraiser because those are really the points of pride and the points of difference for your organization that makes you better, different, special than your competitors. And, and how do I determine my brand driver or brand drivers? Are there a standard series of questions that I ask, a certain pathway that I follow? What is the process involved? You know, some of it um, is kind of inherent in your DNA as mm -hmm. an organization. For example, at the Lilly Family School of Philanthropy, we're the only philanthropy school in the world. Mm -hmm. Well, that alone is a pretty stellar differentiation. Mm -hmm. um, but then there's other places where you maybe need to do market research, whether that's through uh, focus groups or surveys um, uh, or other ways that you're really getting in and talking to your constituent base. Um, but again, for those that are well-established, in general, you probably know what those points of differentiation are because they make you different than your, uh, than your peers. So I'm thinking, I'm looking at the strategic plan mm -hmm. of the organization. I'm looking at our programs and our services. Uh, am I talking to others inside and outside the organization? Are these some of the steps that I'm following to determine those brand drivers? Absolutely, and your marketing department should be going through that if they haven't already um, and conducting some serious market research. Um, um, sometimes that's big budget and sometimes it's really basic and you're, you're listening to what people are saying about you on social media. Um, you're listening to the things that people always mention. Um, you know, there's things about us that um, people always mention about the fundraising school, that it's practical, that it's research-based. Those are points of differentiation for us and we know that because people tell us that all the time. You know, that is a great point. There are so many good fundraising trainers out there, and we encourage our participants, find those that work best for you, and it might be location, it might be cost. But one differentiator for the fundraising schools, we are evidence-based. We're so fortunate to be within the Lilly Family School of Philanthropy, uh, which has 20 academic researchers who are also teaching our academic courses, in addition to about 10 more people on a research team who are harvesting data. All of that evidence, all of that research is then translated in a very practical way for effective fundraising practice. That's how that works for us. Uh, you talk about other nonprofits overall. We mentioned what's happening internally. What about externally? Do I need to be aware of, not the competition, that's not a word we mm -hmm. use too much in our sector, but what other similar organizations are doing to help us make our case? What does that look like? Absolutely. You know, um, I think 
for most uh, folks in nonprofit, it's a pretty small community, whether you're in a big market or a small market, you know everybody else. Um, and you also know how your programs are different. You might be addressing the same cause of you know, uh, literacy or homelessness, but perhaps you do it differently. Perhaps you are a um, shelter where folks can spend the night, or perhaps you offer a food pantry and you hand out coats. Those are two different things. And so uh, really getting a, a, a sense of the landscape around you and how you um, occupy your space in comparison to your peers, uh, that is, is an important step. And there's a way to occupy your space and talk about your organization without criticizing Absolutely. other similar nonprofits, yeah. without denigrating them, without saying you're better than others. It's you're making your special case as they're making their own unique and special case. Absolutely. And I'm hoping you can share with our audience a wonderful example you have from your own career when you were in a leadership position at a museum, several museums in town, and you and your colleagues found a way to do just that. Sure, so we have a great uh, museum system here in Indiana, um, and there's several large museums here in Indianapolis, and uh, the museum I was working for at the time was a museum system across the state. That alone made us a, a, a special case because everybody else was a, a single entity here in town. Uh, and we also dealt with um, state history, which meant that we had uh, a collection that really spoke to people's history, personal history, and their hometowns. And so that was a really great way for us to kind of open a door and open a conversation with folks who would be curi naturally curious to see what we had that spoke to them, whether it was um, a place-based artifact or perhaps, you know, they had a specific its interest in a point in history, we were able to, you know, offer a behind the scenes tour or something special like that where that would really make a connection. And again, you're promoting your particular nonprofit Absolutely. and what's unique about that museum without saying it's better than other museums who are making their own special case based on their uniqueness. So what's in a phrase? Do I need to boil this down into a clever phrase? When I'm thinking about marketing, we all think of those famous taglines, you know, throughout pop mm -hmm. culture. Uh, how does that translate into our sectors, especially when we think about making our case for fundraising? Yeah, I always think, um, especially when it comes to kind of the brand architecture and the mm -hmm. points of dif differentiation, if you can identify two or three, most people can remember those two or three. Mm -hmm. um, if you start having 11 points of differentiation, no one's going to remember that. And so it has to be something that every single person on staff could say back. Um, you know, we're better, different, special in this way. Um, and make it something that's really um, something that connects with your audience. Um, because if you have a differentiation of, you know, we do payroll differently, that's probably not going to be a, a great <laughs> yeah <laughs> a great connector with your audience yeah that's a, a great example and so uh, certainly there are many many materials that can be used to make your case to show that you're responsible that you're stewarding dollars well uh, you know, that you have a, an active board and you have a strategic plan and operations plan uh, all these types of things but we also teach a simple technique in our fundraising school courses that, that just kind of follows this process give us a couple of four sentences on the big compelling ideas to why you exist then think of two to four sentences on the specific problem you're trying to solve or the opportunity you're trying to pursue. And here's where a little bit of data uh, can help you to distinguish you know, what you're trying to solve or, or what you're trying to fulfill through an opportunity. Then we talk about our programs and our services, the actions that we're taking to solve that problem or pursue that opportunity. And here we might even include a, a brief story or a brief testimonial from somebody who's utilized our programs and services. Next up, a couple four sentences about our results, 
what impact we're having, what difference we're making. And then lastly, two to four sentences on why a particular donor should care. And that could be uh, expressed in very general terms, which then can be later tailored uh, for each individual donor with their own specific motivations and values and reasons for supporting your nonprofit. Tie all of that together, you have a really good starting point of a case statement that helps distinguish you. It might even be a brand driver uh, <laughs> to help us with fundraising. And then what I want to ask you, Asia, is where does training come in? So you're, you're a marketing expert, you're a leader, uh, but now you've determined this. How do we make sure everybody in the organization is on board, certainly for the importance of marketing, but also how that then can translate to effective fundraising? Sure. Um, from a marketing standpoint, I always feel like it's our responsibility to make sure everybody has the tools and the toolkit to talk about the organization in an effective way. Um, and obviously that's um, very relevant to the fundraising team. Um, they shouldn't be spending their time um, figuring out what brochures or what's needed there. Instead, the marketing team should be doing that lifting for them so they can spend time building relationships. And so um, it really does involve a very close relationship to make sure that they have the tools that they need um, and also that they're bringing back information uh, that can help inform uh, the further development of those tools and um, those kind of unique opportunities to connect with donors. And so once that case is established, we're obviously training our board, letting them practice. Since fundraising starts with the board, they're our first donors and the creators of our first prospect lists. We need to make sure they're talking about our mm -hmm. nonprofit in a consistent way. Training our staff, any other volunteers or donors who might be helping us fundraise to make sure everybody's on the same page with that case statement. So again, these principles from marketing and when our marketing friends think about the relative advantage and these brand drivers as the same kind of concept we can use when making our case, which is the very first step in planning for effective fundraising. Now we have a course on marketing and effective fundraising that's offered in our public course catalog. And of course, the, this information about a case statement is in several of our public courses. We have 20 of those courses overall. They're offered in 18 US cities and they also can be brought in a tailored customized fashion to your nonprofit, your location. And if the public courses aren't sufficient enough, we can tailor make, just think of going uh, to, to the clothing store and having them tailor make apparel for you. We can do that with course design, meeting your specific needs, your specific levels of expertise on your team, the specific opportunities that you have to enhance your fundraising. We do that all across the world. And also we have quarterly webinars, these free weekly podcasts, and they're available on our website at philanthropy.iupui.edu edu forward slash the fundraising school and can also learn more on the fundraising schools app which is available on any application store either through apple or android and again the website philanthropy.iupui.edu forward slash the fundraising school with my colleague asia may hurdle i'm bill stanjakevich and now you are now more fully informed on this first day from the fundraising school mm -hmm.